Hello everyone, my name is Farouk and I'm a volunteer at Views International. In today's podcast, we have a guest whose name is Frini and she is going to share with us her experiences as part of her voluntary service as part of a European Solidarity Corps project. Her voluntary service is coming to an end, sadly, but she has lots of stories and accumulated a lot of great experiences, which we are going to hear from her in a second. So welcome, Frini. Hi, thank you for being part of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Thank you for uh, accepting our invitation to, to be in this podcast. Yeah, sure. I'd like to ask you to introduce yourself to our listeners, first of all. So could you tell a bit more about yourself, please? Yeah, sure. So uh, I'm Frini. I'm 19 years old and I come from Germany. And as Farouk already mentioned, I took part in a voluntary service with uh, Views International in Liège, in Belgium, uh, the last nine months. Yeah, I wanted to do that before starting my studies in Germany to have uh, experience being abroad and spend time there. Yeah, we say a voluntary service as part of a European Solidarity Corps, but some listeners may not be familiar with what a voluntary service as part of a European Solidarity Corps means. So could you like briefly explain what a voluntary service includes in this case, in this context? Yeah, I mean, voluntary service means that you work together with an association on a certain place. In my case, it was a school and that you're spending there a certain amount of hours in a week and just working there and um, exchange your experience with the people you're working with and supporting uh, other people with their work. Yeah, that's great. Um, you said you work, you volunteered at a school. Could you um, let us know about uh, your like mainly tasks, your like exact work that you were doing at that school. So what was your voluntary service about? Yeah, I was working in a special school, so a school for people with disabilities. Yeah. And uh, this school, uh, my the main task was to support the teachers with their work. That means to work together with the children of different ages and helping them to come over with their daily schoolwork. I worked normally with blind and visually impaired people. That means that I taught them the braille alphabet or that I worked with them on the computer, that I made with them exercises in French or math, and in general, doing activities with them to manage their daily life. Well, this sounds like an internship experience because I'm also a volunteer. Uh, and working at the Views office, and what you describe actually is very close to the tasks that trainees, interns do. So it's, could we say that it's this experience, the tasks that you do as part of your voluntary service are closer to the tasks of an intern? I would say yes, because for me, it was also my first experience to work at a school. And like this, I, of course, I had to to try a lot of stuff and I had to do my first experience there. So it was closer to an internship because I don't have any qualification as a teacher. So I, yeah, I did the tasks. Normally a person is doing, who is doing an internship, I think. Yeah, I think you can say that. Yeah, well, you have already started sharing your experiences with us. 
And I'd like you to perhaps go into a bit more details about your ESC experience on the whole, not only for like volunteering at school, but also like you to share your overall opinions of this experience. Like what was the best about this experience? What were the challenges? Would it be okay if you told us a bit more about this? Okay. Yeah, yeah sure. I mean, I made experiences in a lot of different areas. Uh, first, when it comes to your private life, uh, you may, you have to change a lot. I mean, when I went abroad, it was my first time to go far away from everything, far away from my family, uh, more far away from my country. Of course. And this was at the beginning, of course, a really challenging time for me. And especially in the first weeks, I I had to come over with a lot of challenges. I had to live on my own in a new apartment. I had to speak in another language. Uh, I had to know my environment, everything. And that was really challenging in the beginning, especially because I was uh, the first time alone in the yeah. apartment where I lived. So uh, I was sometimes feeling lonely. I was of sometimes... That's, that's only natural. <laughs> that's completely natural. <laughs> and uh, it's normal because if you are used to live with your family and then you live alone, you feel lonely, of course. And uh, Was this your first time being alone away from your family for like an extended period of time? Uh, yeah, I mean, before I was uh, spending one year at a boarding school. Yeah. Uh, but this was with other people together in a... You, you live together in a, like, in a group. And you still, and, you could still see your I family could still on the see my family so. every weekend, so yeah. it was something different. I was away of from course. my family, but not that long. Not that long. And not in another country. Of course. And uh, I also had to, to learn to go around. I mean, go around alone uh, with the buses, with public transport and everything. You of course, the... Orientation and mobility. Yes, orientation and mobility. And of course, that's something I already did before, but not that much because, yeah, I had my parents, I had friends who helped me to go around. And this was also something new to make it on my own. Yeah. And it came to natural problems. You know, the first time I didn't know how could I do grocery shopping? How can I do this on my own? I was a bit overwhelmed and I didn't really know how to do this at the beginning and then I mean of course after a few weeks I got used to it and I found my own methods to do it yeah it seemed you sound like of course you have faced some challenges throughout your experience but it sounds like you have successfully met all of these challenges since you are here uh, about to to finish your program you have been here for nine months this must be something really that that could be perhaps proud of because of your <laughs> you know uh because yeah. you did it yeah and you're here sure right? i mean after this almost finished project i would say i had a lot of i did a lot of progress in that kind of indep the independent and uh i mean i'm really when i thinking about going back to germany i feel really comfortable because i know it will be easier for me now to go around there to sure. yeah it will sure. not be a, a big challenge anymore for me sure. because now i i found, found solution for the most of problems in my daily life like to come over with that yeah sure you said like um, you this experiences came uh, with a few challenges for you do you think that there was 
support uh, along with the challenges? Did you receive like a mobility lessons or like their living skills lessons? Because you talked about challenges. Yeah, I mean, uh, from uh, if you're doing a voluntary service with Youth International, you get support in that fields like mobility and daily living skills. So I had mobility lessons at the beginning when I arrived. I had a lot of mobility lessons in the first two weeks almost every day because the first two weeks of this voluntary project is a preparation time. That means you, you're not going to work. You have this time only to prepare yourself for what is coming. And uh, I had a lot of mobility lessons to, to learn my way to go to school, to go to grocery shops, uh, to go to wherever I want to go and to learn how to use the buses here and everything. And that helped me a lot. And uh, yeah, to it helped me a lot at the beginning. And then with the time I had got less mobility lessons, only when I really needed it. And uh, I think that support really let me feel more comfortable. That's great to hear. It's good to hear that there are challenges, but then there is also support yeah, along with those I mean, challenges. I also had uh, a few daily living skill lessons, but honestly not that much because daily living skills was something I didn't have a lot of problems. I mean, I already was used to, to cook and to, to do things like that, wash the dishes, to clean the room, whatever. That were things I already knew and that was not that challenging for me so that I didn't have that much. But there is also, of course, the possibility if someone needs. And uh, you also have the support of... Uh, French lessons, so someone comes to you and gives you private French lessons if you need. And I also had this at the beginning, especially to come over with the daily life com communication in mm -hmm. French. <laughs> sure. But that worked well. I, the first weeks, of course, it was hard. I didn't understand anyone. And then after, it was really, it was really okay. I think in a few weeks, I, I knew how to to have daily like. The, daily living conversations you really need if you go to grocery shop or if you have to ask for the way, whatever. Yeah, it's nice to hear from you that your experience was pretty much smooth sailing up until now. So yeah, I mean, that was yeah. my experience in, I would say, private well, life. Yeah. And maybe I can tell you something about my experience when it comes to work. Perhaps we can switch to that if you feel free yeah. to add whatever you'd like to talk about. Uh, for the listeners and and okay uh, just like you just <laughs> feel free to to add and start you know yeah when i came to work i was first i have to say first i was really overwhelmed with all the new stuff because i was at a school where i didn't really understood the language at the beginning and i had to work with the children i had to explain them stuff but i didn't really know how to explain them mm -hmm. in french mm -hmm. And I also have to say that at the beginning, I didn't really know what my tasks are exactly because they, I mean, the teachers told me, yeah, you have to support us, but they didn't really say which, what, what exactly I should do. And I mean, if you never worked in your life, I mean, I was at school before, so I was not used to work. I was not really sure what, what they mean. What, what exactly can I do to support the children? And yeah. And this was at the beginning also a challenge for me to yeah. to go more, to, to be more active, to go to the teachers, to tell them, hey, I need work, what can I do? Yeah, I can. I can understand. I mean, I can sympathize with that. 
So I mean, yeah, that yeah. also got better after a few weeks, few months, when I knew the system of the school, when I knew what I could do. But I have to admit that it's not the work I would like to do forever, I think. It was also a reason why sometimes I was not completely motivated, maybe. Yeah, That's, this experience is also great in this sense that it teaches you what you'd like to do in the future yeah, with sure. your life or what you wouldn't want to do. So it's also good in terms of this to know from the beginning that you would not like perhaps that, that type of work or that type of place. Uh, you would not like to work at uh, like a school for, school for the blind or school for the blind in Belgium or I, I, you know what, what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, before I didn't know anything about the school system here in Belgium. Yeah. I didn't know if I would like to work with children in general or with children in special schools. I didn't know anything about that because I didn't try. And yeah. it's always good to try things. Of course. And uh, so I would not regret this experience. Yeah. Now you know. Yeah, now I know now that you know. it's nothing for me. But still, it was. I learned a lot from from everyone, from the from the children, from the teachers, from the school itself. It was still a good experience to be there. Nice. You said you had a lot of learnings throughout your experience in your private life at at work. What do you think is something that you learned, something that would be really useful in your later life? Because you said you're about to go to university, mm. you are getting ready for the next phase of your life. What do you think would be something, a learning point that would be really useful, perhaps at university, for example, that you got from this experience? I would say, first of all, of course, like I already mentioned, to manage an independent life yeah because that's really important if you want to go to university to a new city you need that you have to be independent uh, but also i think this experience <laughs> made me a bit more self-confident in yeah in terms of going to people i don't really know talking to them uh have conversations in different languages yeah. i mean okay if i'm going to university probably i will not need different languages but still it's but still. It, it's it was challenging for me to go to other people and just talking to them and this experience helped me to do that more because i had to do that to get in contact with people because if i would not have done that i would be really lonelier and uh, this was something i really yeah i think i was really useful for me for the future and in general it's always for me i would say it's always good for everyone to spend a bit time a bit more far away from the people you know and from the the environment you're used to be because then you you know how to take responsibility for yourself of course and an abroad experience is perhaps the pinnacle of what you're trying to say because You're away from everything you know, everything that is familiar to you, and it, that teaches you a lot, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. So, yeah, I mean, that's so good to hear about your experiences, and I'd like to, of course, ask more questions because I'm so curious, <laughs> and I think the listeners would also be curious once they also read the accompanying article, your article about your experience, to, to hear, hear you in person, perhaps. So... I'd like to ask, you know, you know, the exchange programs such as this a volunteer service greatly change people's lives in such a short amount of time. Uh, so like comparing Freni one year ago to Freni now, 
<laughs> what do you think you would you would want to say to to Freni one year ago? What was the like the concerns, the worries of Freni one year ago? And as someone who has lived through that experience, what would you now like to say to that Freni? Oh, <laughs> that's a hard question. Yeah. Um, hmm. I think the Freni one year ago would not be able to communicate that much in French or English. Yeah. I really think that was the most development I saw during this project that I got used to speak in another languages. And I mean, it's, it's, it makes sense because if you go abroad, uh, you don't speak a lot of your uh, native language. <laughs> so you would, you would be feeling comfortable to say to that Freni that it, everything is going to turn all right, you know? <laughs> You would say that. Yeah, yeah, because I really my the um the Freni one year ago, the most uh, I was the most worried about not be able to communicate in other languages. That was really something I was worried about before I started my project. And I realized before I came here, I don't know if I can do yeah. that. And now I would say, no, it's easy, you know. It's of course it's sometimes challenging, but it's not something uh which should yeah, which is a problem when you want to go abroad. It it will go all right, like you said. <laughs> awesome, awesome, nice. And I'm also curious about whether you had you had some goals in mind while coming here. Whether you had any purpose in choosing to pursue a voluntary service. And as far as I know, if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but you took a gap year after graduating from high school to participate in this voluntary service. So, like, what made you choose this program, and like, did whether you had any 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 purpose in mind, and and if you are closer to those goals now? Mm, to be honest, yeah. if I graduated high school, I didn't really know what to do. Yeah. I didn't want to start university. I mean, I already knew what I wanted to study, but I was like, yeah, but starting university now, I'm I don't really want to do this. I want to experience something. I want to do something different yeah. and then I was I saw that there is this opportunity to do a voluntary service in Belgium I think someone from DBSV the German Association for Blind People uh, showed me that or wrote to me that there is this opportunity and I was like yeah why not why not going abroad and living your normal life behind you and doing some new experiences and uh, I mean I didn't really think about it I was not like okay, what are my goals? Why should I really go? It was only spontaneous decision, you can say. It was like, okay, I want to do something. I w don't want to get bored here. I want to go outside and just doing something. Yeah. And of course, uh, I was, I mean, like a few years ago, I also said I want to go abroad one time uh, because I know a lot of people who told me about their experiences abroad and I wanted to have the same. I wanted to know how it is. Yeah. So yeah, thank you for this um, <laughs> honest reply, <laughs> and I really appreciate this uh, openness, this honesty, and I could I could hear um, your thought process in this in this reply of one year ago why you chose to participate in in such a voluntary service as this one. Um, yeah, maybe yeah. it was also to to prove myself that I can do it. To say, okay, I I can overcome with these challenges and also a few people in my environment told me like are you sure that you want to go abroad it could be really 
challenging and are you sure that you are able to do this and there was also a reason i wanted to show them yeah i can do this it's easy <laughs> yeah apparently i feel like you proved to yourself that you could this is the culmination where we are of that i think this that challenge to yourself yeah i mean it was a challenge of course but i think the main experience was something positive i would not say it, it wasn't worth it or something it was a good experience yeah Yeah, well, thank you for this great conversation up to now so far. Uh, I don't want to take much of your time. So uh, finally, I want to say, I'd like to ask whether you would have anything to say to aspiring uh, prospective candidates who'd also like to pursue voluntary service abroad. What would you like to say to them finally? What I would like to say is if you want really to go abroad, if you say it's something you want to experience don't be too worried just do it <laughs> just say to yourself okay I, i will i will try it and i mean of course it can be challenging it can be maybe also negative but it's something in your life which really helps you to for the future and i would recommend it to everyone to try this experience yeah i like the motto just do it i think that's going to be The theme, the main theme of this, that's this podcast. Yeah, just, <laughs> just do, do it. it. Yeah, right. Just But do it. It's really, it's something you should really do. I mean, ju just do it and don't think too too much about it. Because if I would have thought much about my own decision to go abroad, maybe I would not have done it. I would say no. So I just did it. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah. thank you. Thank you. All right. So thank you for sharing your experiences with us. It, it was very nice to, to listen to you, to listen to the last nine months of your life and what you did and what you learned. You are about to, of course, finish your project and you're getting ready for the, as we said before, for the next phase of your life. Yeah. I wish you all the best and all the successes to come for your later life. And I'm sure... The rest of your life will also be perhaps full of challenges, but at the same time, full of rewards as this one, the finishing of the project. <laughs> yeah. I w wish you all the best. And yeah, if, Thank you, you. if, if there is Thank nothing you. you'd like to add, we can say goodbye. Yeah, there is nothing I would like to yeah. add. So thanks a lot for giving me this possibility to being part of this podcast. And yeah. And yeah. Just goodbye to everyone. Thank you. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye.